0: Jack, Jack, gonna try. we're back
1: like We Never Left, another episode of the podcast that no one asked for. Uh, moving right along, got a lot of fun topics this week. Uh, we're going to cover uh, you know, everything from the Euros, hockey, baseball. We have some great guests with us, but as always, we want to recap uh, the week that was for us. Um, for me, it was a, a final week of relaxation uh, with after vacations. Uh, get back to work tomorrow. The Sunday scaries are real right now. Um, I kind of kept a low profile I didn't go out this weekend which I know I, I know is shocking to at least at least Jordan and Kyle um I, I stayed low I did go out last night didn't watch the fight because uh, I was busy oh, I didn't watch yeah. the fight because I, I I was going to go somewhere where the fight was uh but plans changed and I went somewhere else where I clearly wasn't gonna watch the fight um so you know I it sucks that Connor broke his ankle or his foot whatever it was I didn't see the specifics. Um, you know, whether you like Connor or not, I think Connor's great for UFC. He's literally the only reason I tune in anymore half the time. Uh, but that did suck. But no, uh, the Sunday scaries are real. Don't want to go to work tomorrow. Uh, but it's time to be a big boy. Kyle, how are you, bud? Hey, thanks, Paul.
0: Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I wish I could say good. Uh this week was not a great week for me, but uh, you know, I'll keep it I'll keep it brief. I, I did want to watch um I did want to watch the Conor McGregor fight. Glad I did go to sleep early because I, you know, I heard that he broke his uh, ankle after the first round. So I was just like, all right, I'm glad I didn't, you know, I was going to originally pay for that fight too. It was funny. Oh, uh, I was going Yeah, I was going to go ahead and pay for it. But then I decided I, I, it's one of those things where it's like something tells you to go against that. And then I, I guess I'm glad I did. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much, that's been my week. Um, Jordan, how about you?
2: Man, what a week. Man, what what a great like week! Like this has been awesome. Um, I went to the oh, Mets wow. Okay,
1: rub it in that everybody else was just shitty week.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I it was just it was so much fun. I went to the Mets game with my pops the other day, the, yesterday, the doubleheader. It was a uh, it was a blast. Those uh drinks are sh- strong. I uh, can see why they charge so much, but um, it was a blast. They lost the first one, won the second one, but it was a good time. It was just good to be back, and like the stadium was just packed. Like, it was just so refreshing to see because, you know, it's been so long. And I would be remiss if I did not say that the champions of Europe reside in Italy. Folks, that's right. Champions of, of Europe reside in Italy. In the future, World Cup champs are going to reside in Italy as well. But that's ways away. Right now, I'm excited. I'm wearing my Italy jersey. It was, it was nerve-wracking.
1: Looking handsome as well in your Italy. Thank
2: you. Thank you. I, but t- I tell you what, man. Those Italian players, I don't want to be biased. They're some good-looking dudes oh, on the They are beautiful.
1: They, are, they beautiful, are beautiful, and I and I am not ashamed to admit it. And
2: uh, it's Omar, they are. Jorginho. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, gorgeous. The full thick beards. Just rugged, handsome faces. Just all of them, man. Just gorgeous-looking. Human one even even Chiellini
1: for his age, too.
2: Nah, he, no, now he, Paul—he's nah, probably he, the oldest person on the team. <laughs> nah, he's
1: beautiful. He's beautiful. After that recovery he had late, late in the in
0: uh, the second, um, he's beautiful. I don't give a shit.
2: Um, what were you saying, Kyle?
0: Yeah, I was saying I don't know, I don't know, I don't remember the number, but one of them's got a dump truck, bro. I'll tell you that much. I think it's Spirtola. I think I think he's a dude. Who I, got even, hurt. I was over here like I was like, damn, I wish my, I wish I had a peach like that, bro. Look at
2: Mine, that. <laughs> these guys. I'm I, crazy,
0: we that's saw it. your pictures at the golf
1: course.
2: Yeah, we love, yeah, Kyle's got a dump truck, too. Like, that's how hey. I mean Kyle's, hey. Kyle's still out. <laughs> um, but, I mean, what, what a game. Um, just hats off to England, too. Seriously, like, that was a, an incredible final. The whole tournament was awesome. Um, we're going to talk more about that with our special guest today, Tom and Tom of TNT Sports Network. You heard that right. Tom <laughs> and Tom.
1: Not Tom and Jerry.
2: Tom Not and Tom. Tom and Jerry. They, up, they one-upped it. Tom and Tom of TNT Sports Network have joined us to talk about the Euros, and we're going to talk some baseball and some hockey and all that good stuff. Toms, how are you doing? Doing pretty
3: well, doing pretty well. Yeah, doing great. Thanks for having us on, you know. I like the I like the Tom and Jerry reference and that we took it up a notch you know I'm gonna start going with that.
2: That's that's a, I mean, listen, like I mean, I was a big Tom and Jerry fan when I was growing up, but you got guys, your guys' content might just like one up, like raise the bar a little bit.
3: <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. I just gotta get in on say that Solo might be the most handsome man I've ever seen in my life. Bro,
2: it's it's unreal, man. Like he's the yeah. jaw
3: line is perfect.
2: The beard per- is he's immaculate. like chiseled from God himself. Seriously, like I'm like so jealous, like even after like 90 minutes of running around. That dude, like, his sweat, like, glistens. Like, it looks like he just looked immaculate. Like, he could walk off the field, and he would, like, walk into a club, and every single woman would walk in there and be like, oh, my God, like, I love you. Like <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Out, like, it's not fair how
3: oh, handsome he is. Like, I know
2: I'm pretty good looking, but, like, oh, the dude gets it to another level. You're yourself
3: short there, Jordan.
2: I mean, Paulie and Tom. So, other Tom. I know one Tom is Italian. Is the other Tom Italian?
4: Um... I, I... I, I, I to some extent seven percent according to uh, ancestry DNA. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, take it. I'll take it. Listen,
2: we're in a good mood today, so yeah. you can hop on the bandwagon.
1: Yeah, you can be honorary. You, <laughs> you can, can be, you
2: honorary. be honorary. Yeah, you can be an honorary Italian for the day. That's totally. Other funny. Tom
3: is he's his grandparents straight off the boat. From Portugal. Yes. His okay. His adorable woman with the best Portuguese accent. So okay. He's pretty pretty close to Italian. I'd say Portuguese are pretty close to us. Okay. Yeah, that's fine.
2: Listen, I said we're in a good mood today. So like if Ingl- <laughs> Italy would have lost, then, you know, we, we might be talking something different, but it, it's all Um, right. Uh, we're happy to have you guys on. We I love your, your guys's content. It's it's always, it's very entertaining. You guys are funny. You guys are, you know, you guys know your stuff too. So, you know, I was thrilled that you guys could come on. So I'd oh, love
3: to be done. Thank you.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so the first topic we're going to hit on is the European uh, finals, Italy and England. Italy winning in shootout in a shootout. Man, I still, like, <laughs> I'm still so excited that they won. Man, like it's been too long. Like they were such an embarrassment a couple of years ago, yeah. not qualifying for the World Cup. So it's just they've come such a long way. But um, you know, we're going to kick it off to our guests. What did you guys think of uh, of the final?
3: Um. So. I'll start because I'm the one who's wearing the Italian flag draped around his, <laughs> his shoulder. Um, it was, God, it was such an incredible final. It was like when England scored in the second minute, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a repeat from when Spain beat us like six nothing or four nothing, whatever that game oh, was." Yeah, I was like, "This is gonna be an exact repeat. It's gonna be, you know, all my teams always do this. They always get close and then they just let me down and disappoint me." And it would, in the end, it was the complete opposite. I was euphoric. I was crying like a baby. <laughs> I was not ready for the emotions that I was going to show.
4: Oh but, my God. man,
3: what a game. What a final. What a tournament. I mean, you didn't text me for a good couple minutes. So I was a little <laughs> worried.
4: <laughs> the phone was through the wall. He says, just like, I think I legitimately passed out. <laughs> I was like, all right. I wouldn't put it past you, to be honest with you.
2: I, listen, my, my friends, they put me in a group chat. And, like, the minute England scored they like sent me the England flag and like they were sending all stuff. And I'm like, I'm not going to even respond because if I say whatever that's on my mind, I'm going to lose my two best friends um, <laughs> that, that after like extra time and everything that I didn't say a word, like I didn't say anything. And they're like, I think Jordan might be legitimately dead. Like he, <laughs> they, there's I don't think he made it to the, to the shootout. Um, but yeah, man, it was just the whole atmosphere of the stadium and everything. Obviously there was stuff beforehand that happened. Uh, with some fans like breaking into the stadium that didn't have tickets and stuff, which is not like cool. Like, you're ruining the the awesome atmosphere of the game and of the Definitely, fans yeah. who bought tickets. Um, but just the the environment itself, the, both the even the Italian national anthem, obviously one of the best, obviously at, are in in the world. Not not bias aside, but even like like England uh, singing in front of all of their. Um, You know, supporters as well because obviously the game was in England and God Save the Queen, the whole stadium you could hear was awesome. It's just great to have fans back like I was saying before. Um, The game itself, man, like Italy looked flat like the first I would say 30 minutes and England jumped on them the first two minutes and uh, yeah, Tom, I did have the same kind of thought in the back of my mind was, man, this this is going to remind me of Spain and Italy when Spain just took it to them and Italy had no answer, but Tom and I were, were, or Tom, is there a way I'm going to decipher you two? Or am I just going to go by Tom? I'm just going to say, Tom. That's why I'm
1: Italy, Tom. Tom, Tom. Tom.
2: Tom. Italy. Um, And I were were talking before, and the moment that things kind of changed for Italy was when they took uh, Ciro Mobile off the Italian striker and they put Berardi in. So they didn't have a real striker on on the field and they just kind of passed him to death. So they basically did to. England what Spain did to Italy last game which I thought was a great move by Mancini and you can just see from there Italy kind of took it to him you know the goal wasn't the prettiest but you know it it was a goal like that's all you can you know hope for there and and I thought for most the rest of the game that Italy kind of took it to England I was gonna say Spain (laughs) finally took it to England and you know they really didn't let off at all and I thought that was a, a great showing and I thought all the subs Mancini made obviously it sucked uh taking Chiesa off the field there but you know it looked like he, he had a knock so you know you know I have no problem with, with the substitution if he's hurt especially if you're going towards penalties um but uh, you know I thought Mancini did a great job this whole tournament um but I still thought especially in the final he did a great job of kind of adjusting and seeing that you know England were attacking them and you know they had a majority of the ball and then making that substitution which really kind of changed the the whole, you know, outcome of the game. Paulie. what uh, what do you think there?
1: Well, like, so I kind of want to, before getting into the game, like like I've stated before, like you and Xavier and Vincent and everybody who's like, you know, if you want to get into to watching, you know, and I'm going to say soccer, but, you know, football, but whatever, um, you know, watch the Euros because if you watch the Euros, it's going to give you some excitement and you're going to see the crowds and it's really going to get you into the sport more. Um, and then, you know, we can work on watching you know, other leagues and things like that. And, and watching this tournament as a whole, I wasn't able to watch all the, all the games. I did watch all the Italy games. Um, But I I thoroughly enjoyed it, you know, with the crowds, with the atmosphere, with the, with the pace of play, you know, the games being close. And I told you this before in, in the chat, like I, I have, obviously I was rooting for Italy, but some of these games, like these games were so close in the stress level. And then if it goes down to penalties, like I have no skin in any of these games, but like, Feeling the stress level for like no reason was was awesome. Um, <laughs> like just because like it's like oh my god, it's like it, one you know one bad play and a goal and that could be the game. And and I think for today's game, like after England scored right away, I, um, you know it felt like they were playing at least possession wise. It looks like that they were playing not to lose, and I think they got really complacent. I I, I saw a new term on uh, Twitter today. Um, it, they said that that England put it on the bus. I think I said that right.
2: Park, park the bus. Park the bus. Sorry, park park the, bus. the bus. So parking the bus means you basically have everybody back, like midfield defenders, even your strikers, so point where you're all defending. So yeah. You're all. You're all in front. You're parking the bus in front of the goalie, essentially. Yeah. So you can't let the the attacking team get past them. Exactly. That's and that's crazy. what they
1: did. They scored that goal, and they and it, I mean this goes for any sport. When you play not to lose, what happens?
2: You, you lose. Most
1: of the time, you, you lose. and and you know, that's when the the, the tide started to change for, for Italy. And then obviously when Benucci got that goal in and you're like it's one one, then you know, that was a point where we we're like, this game is going to penalties. Like we knew it right then and there because the way that the game was going, but um that the penalties were freaking high strung. Um, you know, um, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but for the fact that like it came down to a nineteen year old, um, is it Saka? Did I say it correct? Yeah, Sokka. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, to put him in that in that spot, um, as you, as you guys always say that, you know, Southgate should be tried for his crimes. Um, That was, that was definitely something that like, and and he's getting a lot of hate on social media. And I mean, it's not surprising. We know how, how fans are, especially soccer fans. So, um, you know, props to him. I mean, he's got a long career ahead of him being a 19 year old and, and and having that play define you is not going to be who he is. So, um, you know, you know, I'll be looking forward to following him going forward, but you know, seeing Italy win, um, reacting the way I did, which, again, I'm just – this is all new to me, learning these players and and, and getting into this. Um, and I can't wait for the next level of, of who Jordan tells me that I need to follow because I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, I'm not sure if, I, if I'm if i going to pick a Premier League team or Jordan's going to help me or how we're going to do this or if I'm allowed to root for the same teams as he does, but, uh, but I'm looking forward to, to watching more soccer for
3: sure. I got a team you can root for. It's not no, one, team. no Don't listen. Don't listen.
2: Don't listen to Italian Tom. Italian Tom's going <laughs> to tell you the wrong team. A team that a team that can't team that can't really get over the hump on like my team.
1: So basically, um, like all the other teams that I root for, though. Yeah, basically. It <laughs> yeah, it does. it does. It
0: works perfectly.
2: Kyle, uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on uh, you know the game today and just the tournament as a whole?
0: Yeah, the game today. Uh you know at when it first started right it um, not italy my god england looked like they were just dominant like it, it I, I saw that, you know the first go- the goal in the 2 minutes right like all it, it just did not look like it was italy's game to win but uh, the way the momentum shifted i want to say it was like midway right it felt like midway they started getting more chances and then that that second half it felt like italy was just you know the more dominant team and and this kind of um it just reminded me a little bit of when England uh, played Denmark, where Denmark was just suffocating in the early, in the early throws of the game. And then England kind of overcame that and was able to uh, kind of dominate that second half. It felt like the same exact game for Italy here. They were getting dominated, dominated dominated, and then it just the, the tide shifted. Uh, but it was, you know, as an Italian man myself, it was a, it's a, it's a great feeling, yes. um, a, a great victory. Um, it's, it's natural that it went to penalties because I feel like that was the trend for pretty much everything after the quarterfinals. (laughs) Uh, But the tournament as a whole was just, it it was great to have just that kind of tournament on again. I feel like it's been so long since I've seen uh, a football tournament where it was just, just on your TV and just, it was just great to see again. I you know I, I was so happy to watch it. I watched pretty much every game in the from the quarters on I was I was very much in depth and tuned into it, but uh, it was just uh, it was just great. I had a blast and i'm I'm gonna miss it. I really am because yeah. you know every every time we get these tournaments we take it for granted because in the beginning it's there's so much going. there's so many games you're like, oh this is great. I can watch this forever And then as it starts to you know get get past the quarters, you're like, Oh, there's less games on and then you're like, ah, oh, the end is coming. The end is coming soon. But uh I'm gonna be a little sad now that it's gone, to be honest it, with
2: you. It, yeah, and uh to your point, like going back to the game, you're absolutely right. They England dominated to start that game. Obviously they got the, the early goal, but like it felt like they they didn't want to like put to Paul's point as well, they didn't want to lose. Like they did they didn't want they, they, they got nervous. They they had the lead and they just instead of going and attacking them because Italy lost. We talked about Spinazzola before. Italy lost Spinazzola in the in the quarters i believe against belgium to a 20 achilles so they had a guy in em- emerson playing who didn't play for chelsea at all and hardly played for the italian national team so he's the he, first game against spain wasn't terrible didn't look great today because he had to different because the what italy likes to do is they like to use the, their they called wing backs on on the sides and push them up the field and, and kind of counterattacked them with Spinazzola. you could have you could do that because he was so quick and he was so good on the ball Emerson is quick, but he's not a great defender while Spinazzola is. So I just didn't understand why England just didn't keep going forward. Like you really didn't see any of Sterling or Kane the entire game, like at all. Like those are the two guys you have to play off of. And it just didn't feel like England used that to their advantage. I mean, maybe credit to Benucci and Chiellini who were rocks at 34 and 36 years old, who were just absolutely outstanding um, but they're not, like, the fastest guys, and it just it didn't matter. Like, they could not get Kane or Sterling really involved into the game after those first, like, I would say 20, 30 minutes. Um, but as far as the tournament overall, man, like, Kyle's right. Like, you waking up every morning and seeing games on – the soccer games on the TV with fans there. And, you know, you had the the Finland game uh where they beat be Denmark then you had the obviously the the obviously the Christian Eriksen you know collapsing which was you know terrifying but you know it brought Denmark together even closer and they made an amazing run to the tournament you know you had North Macedonia who's never been in a tournament before scoring um it just so many cool moments throughout, throughout this whole thing and it was just so refreshing to see like an actual tournament like this since we didn't get it last year because of the pandemic I just I was so happy that you know we got it back and obviously that you know Italy won the entire thing. I seriously after they won, I my dad and I were watching the game and we hugged and like cried like it, it was emotional. <laughs> it was it was emotional like it was just an awesome moment. Tom's. So, what are your guys' thoughts on the overall choice? I'm
1: sorry, that still makes me chuckle. Every and, day. Day. <laughs>
2: there's no easy way to to do this, Tom. You know what?
1: You guys gotta you guys gotta get a sponsorship with the with that shoe. You know where you buy the shoes and they send shoes yes, over because that's what I said. <laughs> like, it <would> be perfect. <laughs> Yesterday, I passed perfect. a restaurant
3: called Tom's and I looked at it and I was like, "You guys owe us money. You're taking money." <laughs> Is it an Italian restaurant? No, what? It, it, ah, it was like a new fancy restaurant with like a fancy logo. Someplace too fancy for me to eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I actually I have a question, specifically aimed at you, Jordan. How nervous were you that this game was going to end on a Raheem Sterling flop? Oh man,
2: don't even get me started. I, 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 th- I tell you what, the refing in this tournament was not as bad as as I thought. I thought the Sterling dive in the Denmark game was atrocious. The fact that they did not. You know, bring it back. Like I did not think that was a, it was a penalty at all. Um, I, I did admire the way that they did not call flopping really, like in this tournament at all. And honestly, with VAR, you can't flop in this tournament. Like you, you just can't. Like they're going to see it, and they're going to book you for simulation.
3: Trust that they're going to see it with. VAR. Yeah,
2: they trust. <laughs> yeah, I know. There were a few moments, even with Italy, with where you know, even like the first game against Turkey, where there were like two handballs in the box and. They didn't call him. But, you know, I thought that the officiating overall wasn't that bad. I'm not a fan of the guy who officiated this game today, but I thought he did a very good job. I thought he kept the game kind of in control.
3: They let them um, play today, too. They the really did part. let them play. I was shocked. Yeah.
2: I, I thought, like, the, the one controversial thing I saw on Twitter during the game is uh, the Jorginho play with
3: – With Jack Grealish.
2: With Jack Grealish, where, you know, he clearly steps on the ball, and then he steps on Sterling.
3: Yeah. I –
2: it, it to me it's barely a foul i get why they called it a foul cuz sterling or grelish went sliding in and Jorginho, his foot was literally on the ball and it slipped off and then he he cleats him it's not a red yeah. it's they, no you, absolutely you, not no VAR can look at it all they want it's not a red um so overall i think they did a great job and even the, the Chiellini play with wisaka yeah they, you know could it have been a red card because he was like it was, it's kind of like in basketball. That could have been
1: dangerous. Yeah. If his leg yeah. actually didn't – if his leg got stuck in the turf and didn't come out, thankfully it did. That could have been real bad.
2: Yeah. Yeah, then uh, – see, if that does happen, though, then that's – you yeah. might look at that and see that as, as a red card, and, yeah. you know, the game can change. I understand it was, like, later in the in the extra time, but still. I, I thought overall the officiating was not bad, which I I will say is a good thing because, you know, we've seen tournaments where the officiating is atrocious. Um, but yeah, I, I am. I, w- I was happy that no controversial calls really decided this game because I thought both teams deserved to be there. I thought they were arguably two of the better teams in the tournament. Italy went through uh, like hell to get there. They went through Belgium, Spain, or um, Austria was a good team, but they went through Belgium and Spain, and then they went through England. Like that's a hell of a tournament. And in England, honestly, they. They didn't play the strongest opponents, but they, they dominated like they were supposed to. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, other Tom, Tom number two, what are your thoughts on this tournament?
4: Um, so, never watched the Euro before. Um, okay. And welcome. Welcome to me. We're, yes. we're Euro virgins. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I have another job, so it's not like I can fully focus on the Euro and and how truly, like, the passion that we have is obviously hockey. Um, but you know, coming from a hockey realm, um, I was shocked that a game that was the final would be decided by penalty kicks. Yeah. So this
3: is, this is my view. And Tom, how many years have I been saying this? It's, it's, he, it really gets him in hockey, but in both hockey and soccer, this man absolutely hates shootouts and, and penalty kicks and all of that. Yes. It's. It is not a team-based play. It is one person
4: versus one person. So you play 90 minutes of a full team-based sport, and then it's decided by one person if he makes one little mistake. That's the way I view it. I would hate if England would have won this, obviously the, the lesser of the two, to then go in and win it because of one Italian player couldn't get the ball into the net just simply because of a penalty kick.
2: So how how do you do you do you think they should like be like, it should be like hockey like playoff hockey? Yes. Like keep on, yeah, yeah. I, that's, don't that's, I, you, mean, I don't think you I don't think you can
1: I I don't think you can determine I mean whatever Italy won yay but like I feel like a game of that magnitude I just don't think it could come down to something like that. It, it's hard. Like, imagine watching game 7 of the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And it comes down to penal- like like penalty shots. Like yeah, that would be great for like the moment if your team's not in it. But like, I couldn't imagine a championship game coming. I mean, coming down to that, I just it, that that the whole concept just blows my mind.
2: It's it's just hard. Maybe if they do golden goal, I'll do that. If they bring back golden goal.
0: I was just gonna say that golden goal would be like the only thing you could try to solve. But that at this point, like these players are running around for at that time one hundred twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's a, that's a, I, I don't know about you guys, but when I run around for ten minutes, I'm dying. Right. Yeah. So I, same. <laughs> 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 so these guys are running around for 120 minutes and then to have them go what could be another you know 60 minutes at least sometime because at that point everybody's just gonna be exhausted nobody's gonna be uh, on the attack it's tough i yeah. feel like i personally i'm fine with penalty kicks because that's that's how i've known it obviously my whole whole life as it comes down to penalty kicks but uh I, I don't know i could also see why people don't like it either
4: yeah and it's also too if you think about it this is one game yeah, in in a Stanley Cup final, it could be up to seven, and they're running their bodies down into it. I mean, we saw, you know, with this with Tampa going, well, how many OTs was it? Five OTs? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. like yeah, their body was shot. Yes, okay, that. But I don't know. I just I I just can't sit there. And if I was a fan of England right now, I would be very upset to know that it
3: it ended in penalties. I would be if I was an England fan. I would be more upset the fact that. We brought on Jaden Sancho and Marcus Rashford in the 120th minute for them to score in the shootout, and both of them missed their kicks. Yeah, and then can we also talk about that?
4: that Almost that little taunt that he has in the beginning as he's going up and he's tiptoeing towards the ball. Listen, it's,
2: it's, I to- it's, it's not a taunt. It's its to try and throw the goalie off. It's not its not a taunt. It's just a, its a timing thing. It is it a timing seems thing. Like a taunt. I,
4: I agree with you. But, yeah. like, to me, as I, I used to play soccer, and I used to be a goaltender like mm-hmm. to me that's that that's that's disrespectful to me yeah it's just like go up there shoot the ball the, the whistle blew and you're standing there for a good five seven seconds before you even started walking up
2: what, when I see players do that like I, I played soccer my entire life um I was a striker I hated taking penalties when I see people do that players do that that most of the time, shows me that they're not confident in where they're going. Because he did not take his eyes off. And you heard, uh, I think, Taylor Twelman say it. He didn't take his eyes off the goalie the entire time. He had no idea where he was going with that ball. Nope. And that's why he hit the post. He had no idea. He lacked confidence that entire way. You saw it. you did a great
3: job waiting him out on that. Yeah. To make him then have to decide which way he was going to Then He basically hit it right off the side of his foot and just shanked it.
2: Yeah. And I thought – You know, I know people want to say, you know, this and that about the the kids who got subbed on to to take the penalties, but you put on two guys who barely got any run in this tournament to to take penalties. Like, hey, good luck. Like for for me, yeah, yeah, you can you can criticize them for missing. Sure, that's fine. You can also tip your hat to the goalie who made two great saves. Um, but you can't you got you gotta give Southgate a little heat there. Like you can't you can't do that. And nobody or honestly, for anybody else on that field want to take a take a penalty besides the 19 year old and the 20 year old uh uh kids who just came onto the field like seriously nobody could step up there like to me like i would be more upset about that than them actually missing um those those two penalties and i I credit Gigi who you know the italy goalie donnarumma is only 22 years old like that's
1: bro i give them credit i'd be diving like all wrong ways like (laughs) like i just i don't understand like it don't matter. Like there ain't no way I could I could I could just stand there and decide to go the right way and make a save. Maybe accidentally, but I'm not saving that like confidently. Like it's gonna I hit me in the balls. It's gonna hit me in the balls by mistake, and that's how I'm saving it. Because I there's no way in hell that I could time that right.
3: I can't even do it in FIFA. All right. So if I, <laughs> yeah, like that, oh, I no, do it either. in real life.
2: Me either. I c I can't even imagine being nineteen years old and uh Stanley Cup or Stanley Cup. Wow. Uh, the American Cup is on your foot basically. Like even Georgie, when Jorginho missed his penalty or when it was saved, I was like, Oh my god, we're gonna lose. Yeah, like Jorginho never misses penalties. No, never. Like when he missed that, I was like, Oh god, like my hand, my hands were on my knees. I thought I was yeah. gonna vomit. I did I didn't Ah, uh, it was just so bad. It- it was I had the same much-
3: reaction. I was like, I was like, we're going from I was like, Jorginho is the one guy I want up in this <laughs> same, <laughs> knock not. it through. And then Pickford gets—I guess you could say a save. He kind of like to me like he like trapped, he just like hit him the, and then the hit the post. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And then I'm like, it's over. It's over. We lost. I was like, we the high of high to the low of low in literally three seconds.
2: That's the beauty of this tournament, though. Like it really is, and it's the beauty of that of the game too. Um, let's move on. I know. Listen, Forte Italia. That, that's all that matters. Um, great tournament. Sad that it's over, but let's move on. Hockey, Stanley Cup just ended. The Lightning won.
3: Hockey,
2: yeah, Lightning. <laughs> let's do that hockey. The Lightning. Let's do that hockey. <laughs> Lightning just won the Stanley Cup. Like everybody in the world and their mother knew it was going to happen. Um,
1: <laughs> Those salary cap cheaters. <laughs> yeah, cap,
2: yeah. Um, Tom's. Let's get your reaction on the the Stanley Cup overall and the and the NHL playoffs. Just in in general, what are your thoughts on it?
4: Did we really have a doubt that they weren't going to win? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, there no doubt. Really no. Like, mm-hmm. even against the Islanders, and maybe that would be, like, our difference uh, between the Toms is that I had no doubt that they were going to beat the Islanders. Like, just a, an offensive type of team. And then, like, the Islanders, they have a tough time scoring. And it just, like, you know, obviously it came down to a goal. But still, like, I, I had no doubt that, that they were going to Beat them and then eventually get the cup. So,
2: uh, yeah, I didn't either to be honest. Even that, that I don't know. Are both of you, Tom's Rangers fans? I, I forget. Yes, both of yes. you. Do you guys remember when uh, the Rangers lost to Tampa in MS yes. uh, Square Garden in that game seven? That game seven against the Islanders is exactly what it reminded me of. It was just 100%. a defensive clinic by Tampa, and that's what it was against the Islanders, too. They suffocated the Islanders, and once they did. And once Vegas lost uh, lost Montreal somehow, um, I was like, they they got this. I I said courtesy sweep the entire – or gentleman sweep, whatever you want to call it, the entire time. Um, And that's exactly what happened. They're just too talented. They have no weaknesses. They have the best goalie in the world. (laughs) That that defense is too good. All four of their lines are amazing. Like some of their fourth liners could play on second line on some teams, you could argue. Um, Just the – Dominating team, just a dominating run for this Tampa team who not too long ago got swept in the first round by Columbus yep. um, and were deemed chokers and, you know, they can't handle the pressure and blah, 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 blah. Um, So just an incredible run. Uh, Love my guy, Ryan McDonough, winning another cup. Hurts to see him winning at Tampa, but, you know. I love the guy. I love him, yeah, love him. Captain Mac. Um, Paulie. what are your thoughts on the Stanley Cup and just the playoffs in general? What did you think?
1: So, so the playoffs, as always, um, were awesome. Um, you know, it does suck when the Rangers aren't in it, but it allows you to appreciate other teams that sometimes you don't get to watch during the regular season. Um, I try to watch as much hockey as I can. Uh, I used to have the center ice package, but I didn't get it this – I obviously didn't get it last year and I didn't get it this year. But um, I watched a ton of the playoffs. I only got to watch about two games of the finals just because with all the running around I had to do and, and being away the last two weekends and things like that. Um, so I only got to watch two games. One of them we watched was when we were in Cape Cod. So I mean, there was a lot of running around the house and stuff and drinking. So, um, but Tampa is—I mean, it's crazy to say, but like, it's the start of a dynasty. And I and I hate when people try to discredit the you know the seasons last year, like they do in baseball and things. Like it—it it was a season that 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 they had to have, and they won it last year, and they came back this year and said, hey. You know, you guys, like, maybe people don't think that our championship was legitimate last year. Well, now we just went back. They are oh, yeah. dominant yeah. again. And their, um, their uh, HL team is 30 minutes from where I am um, in Syracuse. So I got to see a lot. I saw Vasilevsky play against the Comets um, here in Utica a ton of times when he was with the Crunch. Um, so, you know, to see, you know, players that I was able to see play up there. Um, you know, and they're obviously I'm happy for, for McDonough and things like that. So, you know, I, they're a force to come, uh, for the next couple of years. I mean, I I don't see them going anywhere and they seem to figure out how to, um, how to navigate the cap and how they were able to do it this year. So, you know, I'm looking forward. I mean, I feel like I I saw something the other day, they were like hockey starts in 80 something days. I'm ready for Rangers hockey. I'm excited about the direction, uh, of the team. um, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to spoil anything about what's going on the TV right now because I'm respectful of you guys. I'll let you see it soon Um, in regards to the MLB draft. Uh, But, yeah, no. You know, the playoffs is always as a whole. um, And I didn't want to see Montreal win either. So I would never want Montreal to win, especially if they're a Western
4: Conference team. You got to feel for Carey Price, though. Oh, I do. No, I don't. I I do a little bit. I agree with Jordan. I I I do a little bit, but
1: then at the end of the day, I say screw him because – I still no. feel for Hank, and Hank deserves one before he does. Yeah, As exactly. There are a lot of That's the point. Yeah, exactly. I
2: can't. I have no sympathy. If Hank, if Hank had one, I would say, yeah. I have no sympathy. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a cold, cold-hearted person. I have zero sympathy.
3: I, no, I agree. I'm the same way. I do not. I did not want to see Carey Price get one before Hank.
2: Yeah. No way. Absolutely not. Thank like you. You're not. And there are people who are trying to tell me that Price is a better goalie than Hank. I'm like, man, guys. <sighs> I, I No, absolutely not. You Just no, I can't. I, I can't do it. I cannot, in my good heart, say that he deserves a cup before Hank or deserves a cup at all. Kyle, I know you're not a big, big hockey guy, but did you watch any of the games?
0: Kyle, are you still here, Kyle? Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched the uh, – so I knew Tampa was going to win it when I turned on game seven of the Islanders because uh, I was turning it on to support our boy Zav. Yeah. Uh, and I just, you know, I, I don't want to watch a and, lot of hockey. And wait,
1: but- Kyle, not to cut you off, but out of respect for, um, Xavier, fuck the Islanders respectfully.
0: <laughs> anyway, for that interruption, um, so I, I turned it on to support my boys. have, uh, I was, you know, I was rooting for the Islanders there. Apologies, apologies. But then when I saw, you know, Tampa play, and I was, I was, I was, I saw Tampa play and I'm like, yeah, these guys are, these guys are nuts. That was the first game I watched of them all year, by the way. And I was like, yeah, these guys are winning it. I said it right off the bat. I was like, these guys are nuts. Um, Just the way they play, their aggressive style. I felt like, you know, the Islanders were were just completely mismatched that game, even though it was a a pretty close score. Um, But it just, uh, you know, I – I, I I knew immediately. It's like sometimes you can just tell, and then yeah. I didn't watch a single thing, and then all of a sudden my dad texts me, "Oh yeah, Stanley Cup uh, champions, Tampa Bay." I was like, "It's over already." I like, <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't even know. It's just poorly marketed, by the way. I guess that's a whole another topic for another day. But I just feel like yeah. the hockey is just never marketed. It's ne- there's no next year, next year, next year.
3: <laughs> no, hold on. I have something to say about that that troubled me last night. But I just want to say this: um, both of us, both Tom's, we live on Long Island that we have to deal with Islander fans oh. all the time. God bless. Oh. So my rooting interest in this playoff was literally whatever team can beat the Islanders. Oh, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. It was I was, <laughs> I
1: was enjoying the playoffs and whoever had to beat them for sure. Yeah. A, but lot, of hate, so, a lot of hate in
3: your blood, guys. <laughs> look, I hate – the Islanders the, like, I can stand – kind of stand the Giants, like the Yankees, whatever. The Islanders are the one team that get under my skin and boil my blood I don't know what it is. It's there's the If there's a certain fan, yeah. I'm not going to say by name, who really annoys me, but yeah, it's definitely the fans. It's the fans more than anything.
4: They're they're a good team, don't get me wrong. I can say oh, yes. I'm a Ranger fan. They're a good team. Absolutely. It's the fans that kind of are the ones that kind of ruin it for us Ranger fans that are like sitting there and they're like, "No, no, no. We don't like them." See, I yes. have that I have that conundrum
1: here cuz like where I live, so like at, for hockey, it's kind of mixed. It's Devils, Islanders, Rangers. I'm in upstate New York, um, but like I'm gonna, I, I just like the Bills because they're in the Jets division. But they were never a team that I hated over the last like two years. Their fans have been like so obnoxious that now, like, of course I don't want them to do well. They're in the division, but now like it's like I'm looking at. I'm looking at their scores weekly to make sure that they're like losing or something. I (laughs) I can't take it. And that's what makes you, because like I've hated the dolphins more than anything my entire life because, because I grew up around a ton of dolphins fans weirdly in this area, but they made me hate the dolphins. And now that the bills are like good, like the fans are just even more obnoxious. Like I have a group of friends that are going to jets bills in Buffalo and they're taking a bus trip and they're like, do you want to come? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm real good. So not to get <laughs> too far off on a tangent, but I get that whole, you know, geography theme with annoying theme with annoying fans.
3: Are you saying you don't want to get put through a table at a bills game?
1: No, I've been to, listen, I've been to tons of bills jets games in Buffalo and I've been to a lot of stadiums, all sports wise. It literally is the worst place I've ever been in my life. <laughs> like I'd rather go to hell and watch something like, like Doug Brian missing kicks on a loop. Than, <laughs> than go to another bills game
3: in Buffalo. Yeah, my, my godmother is a Bills fan and she's the nicest woman in the world. But when it comes to Bills Jets, she is so savage. I'm like, where does this come from? <laughs> like, calm down. <laughs> That's Bills fans though. Like yeah. for real.
2: They're out of control. Um, so going forward to our next topic, obviously a great Stanley Cup, a great playoffs. Um, really, like nobody was expecting Montreal to make it, so hats off to them, but is just too good. Um, but yeah. going forward, Tom's, you're both Rangers fans. You're both diehard hockey fans. I kind of want to get your guys' thoughts on, you know, what the Ranger, you think the Rangers should do this off season, and, you know, what your predictions are for them in, into this upcoming season. Oh. Obvi- obviously, it's early. A lot of things can happen. But, you know, I just want to get your guys' thoughts as far as free agency, what trades you think they should make, um, and, and all that stuff. So, Tom, have the floor.
3: We don't want him.
2: No. In
1: in, in,
3: in regards it. to Jack Eichel, we do not want him on the New York Rangers. Wow. Um, wow. we don't want is it, the a, is it a
1: compensation thing or is it regardless?
3: It, no, it's more of a salary based also herniated disc issue and play issue. And play issue I feel like will be I just don't trust him for that salary to be staying healthy like that's a nasty injury and one bad hit and he's he's done for. Yeah. And if Buffalo is asking what they're asking on top of that with the compensation issue, it's just a whole package of a, no, unless Buffalo is retaining like 40% of his salary, which is no shot that they're doing. I think the Rangers should look elsewhere. Uh, Maybe a center who plays just a little bit tougher to play against like a fourth line, third line grinder. I don't want them to touch the top two lines. Because I think that the chemistry up there is, is, too good. is too good. But yeah, if they can get like, a, poach a couple of players off of the Lightning, if they can get like a Barkley Goudreau or a Blake Coleman, or how I've always said, Anthony Sorelli is going to end up being a Ranger because of his Italian sounding last name.
2: <laughs> um, well, listen, the last time that happened, it didn't really work out. And the guy is probably going to be off the team soon.
3: You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> 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 yeah. we just but that's a whole to... different story. We can send him back to the Syracuse crunch. We
2: need to make sure Sorelli does not have a Twitter and like doesn't get into a fight with any of his teammates or anything like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He's that that, that unspoken name is just chilling on Staten Island enjoying a <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I agree. We you need someone to
4: you need a center that's gonna grind. Um, and Jack Eichel's not that that player you know he he plays like strom he plays like like mika I'll yeah a better version of strom yes but... and don't get me wrong yes eichel is elite don't get me wrong there but we don't need another one of them we have two already we need someone else that can sit there and can grind and, and and give minutes that's what we need in
3: a perfect world i would love for them to poach like Casey ziegeis from the islanders and put
4: him on the yeah. one yeah i agree
3: Ooh. i
2: agree i think he's i think he's a perfect ranger don't think he's i think he's going to
4: Resign with the Islanders, but I totally agree with you guys. Do we leak it now, Hank, back to the uh, to the Rangers?
3: No, that's inside information. We were told oh. not to leak. Oh, 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 you hit, you didn't breaking news!
2: Talking. Breaking news on the podcast. No one asked for. We <laughs> Hank is coming back. Not, not, <laughs> not
3: really. Not
2: really. Disclaimer. Not really.
3: As and for the Islanders, I know there's been a lot of traction with them recently. I was reading an article where they were the favorites to land Tarasenko. Um, the Islanders need scoring help. I know Tarasenko has not had the greatest of health seasons. Yeah. The last couple of years. Uh I know Tom is probably against the Islanders going for Tarasenko because of that, but I, I think, think any team should should
4: stay away. Yeah, yeah. but I
3: think I if I'm making an exception, I think the Tarasenko is the one player who would put the Islanders over the top and give them a legitimate chance at beating Tampa Bay in the conference finals. Yeah. I
2: uh, yeah, I don't disagree. Like I I was always a big Tarasenko guy, but those injuries are just Yeah. They they they're a lot. And it, obviously, you guys know hockey is such a physical sport. Oh, yeah. Like, is he going to be out there for a majority of those games? Like, and also depends on what you give up too. Like, it also depends on, on what his trade compensation is. Um, the rain would you, would you be opposed to the Rangers trading for him? Do you think that there's no need? Like, I was always a big Tarasenko guy, but the injuries kind of scare me. But if they get him for not much, I wouldn't be opposed to it. The same thing goes for eichel Like, I'm a big eichel guy, but. I understand what you guys are saying as far as the herniated – what is it, herniated disc? I believe it's it the herniated
4: neck or something. Herniated yeah.
2: neck, right. Yes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be opposed neck. to it, but
1: it, it all the yeah, time – I believe that, that, was, that was the issue because it...
2: – Yeah, poly's frozen. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Polly's frozen. Um, uh, to to answer your yes. question
3: until we get Pauly back with Tarasenko, look, I'm yeah. also in the same boat as you. Tarasenko has been one of my favorite players in the league. Same. I also have a soft spot for Russian snipers. Um,
2: well, he's friends with Panarin. and he's best boy, best buddies with <laughs> Panarin. Right. So, well,
3: look, hey, if we're gonna get this Russian connection going, true. I'm all for it. He, he, I think he has two years left on this deal at 7.5 seven point five million. So it's yeah. not terrible. And if we can get away with, you know, not having to give up a ton for him, I would be all for yes. it. Even though that contradicts my whole statement against Eichel. it's does <laughs> I like Eichel <Terror> more. <laughs> so,
2: what what are your thoughts? Because I've seen this rumor floated around, but it might be very expensive. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Matthew Kachuk?
3: He's the perfect type of player. He plays with that physicality. He gets to the net. He can score. He reminds me of a hopefully better playoff producing Rick Nash. I would be all for Matthew
2: Kachuk. Yeah, I would be. And Rangers fans would love him. like that's yeah, oh, absolutely. oh, yeah. Rangers fans would love Matthew Kachuk on their team. Um, what where else do you think the Rangers can? Obviously, I think another defenseman would, wouldn't be bad to go along with the Norris Trophy winning Adam Fox. But Long you think, Island
3: legend Norris Trophy winning. That's
2: Adam Fox. right. New, we'll just say New York legend. We won't say yeah. Long Island. <laughs> we'll Long Island is like another
3: state. Like that, that's
2: that's <laughs> just really cool here. You look, you we got a lot, lot of Long Island,
3: Island legends. Right? My girlfriend lives in Long Beach, which is right over by where Charlie McAvoy's is from. Oh, I that's right. Yeah, store all the time. It's great. He's Long Island legend Charlie McAvoy.
2: Oh, man, that's right. Um, So what else do you guys think the Rangers can – obviously another center or another wing, just another scorer on this team would be ideal. Yeah. But what do you guys think – Uh, what else would be huge for the Rangers to kind of push them back into the playoff picture? Because, you know, they've been close. I don't really count the the bubble thing that they – I don't count that as the playoffs because yeah. they got bounced by Carolina quickly. Um, But what do you guys think – where else could the Rangers go to to make that next leap uh,
3: to – Go ahead. I'll start because the one thing I I think the Rangers need to get to the next leap is for Seattle to take Brett Howden away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. I, <think, laughs> I think we might be on our way there too because of yeah, uh, I, the, the contract the other day yes, signing. Yes, that, that, that us, that, Thumbs up, and yeah, that that makes me happy to see because that's that's a hindrance to the team. A guy just getting in his cardio for like 13 minutes a night. Oh, okay. I love that everybody has
1: the same the same thought process when it comes to how to, it just makes me, it makes me giggle all the time.
3: Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, the, the one thing that I've been like, cause the defense, I assume is going to be really good at scoring with Linquist coming up and playing and having Miller and Fox and then the grittiness of Lindgren is just, is they, they may need that third pairing defenseman who can like actually solidify and, and stay at home and, play defense, letting the other his whatever D partner he has, who's gonna most likely be an off the defense to join the rush and get up into the play.
2: Would you would you guys be opposed? I I like this guy. I know some Rangers fans are not huge on him, but I thought he's done a lot for you know for being here for so long and for like being flexible with you know all his moving around and stuff. What are your
3: thoughts on re-signing Brendan Smith? I love Brendan Smith. I thought he was a great leader on the team um, he somehow was always ch- chipping in with really timely goals, with really important goals. Mm-hmm.
4: So I'm a yeah. I'm a
3: big big Brandon Smith guy. I would love to see them because just for even just even if he was the six D, just he seems to be a great guy in the locker room. I'm yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's solid. Yeah, he's a solid guy.
2: He's not flashy, but you know, and they like they had him moving up. He's playing wing, and
1: yeah, that's it the thing. Good. Like he he's versatile and he doesn't mind doing it, and I, and I like that to have that ability. I mean, it, injuries happen. But no, he's definitely a player I would like them to keep for yeah. sure. And his
3: name is is not Jack Johnson.
1: So that's oh, yeah. oh god. Oh Oh, my, my body hurts just thinking about that.
2: I my entire time, like I remember when Jack Johnson like got signed by the Rangers, and I was like, whatever, like I he's it's he's not gonna start. And then the that's opening not- lineup, the opening lineup came out, and I was like, Well, this guy's actually like starting now, like this is actually a thing, and he was just Bad, like I, I just it was painful to watch him on the ice. So let's hope we never have to succumb to that ever again. As absolutely, as, let's put it to this way as good as watching Adam Fox is on the ice, it's how painful it was to watch Jack Johnson play for the Rangers. Oh,
3: agreed.
1: I, I know, <laughs> listen, I'll keep it PG, but watching Adam Fox is like turning on a certain website, and <laughs> that's what it's like. And it, like, it's like, it, it's what, website,
2: just, what website would that be? Uh,
1: um. Marvel <laughs> studios.com.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought it was no. nhl.com backslash Rangers and just watching his highlights. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's,
1: what, that's, that's, that's exactly what question. it is. That's exactly yeah. what it
3: is. <laughs> now, um, I just have one. What do you guys... Are you guys sold on Jorgia being the capable backup to Igor? <sighs>
2: so, Paul, you want to take this one?
3: So,
1: he's shown in spots like when he played that, you know, he 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 can be good. But, man, backup goalie is so important, and I'm not sure. And I feel like maybe they can move him. Kincaid was decent when he played last year. So I feel like Georgiev is kind of a guy that you can use to maybe flip to get somebody else, maybe another scorer, you know, something. Capable, yes, I do. But I, I think it's, it's kind of a luxury for them because you know he's not going to be the starter, so maybe this is the year where they actually – you know, they try to get something for him to try to improve the offense.
3: I agree. That's that's kind of the way I was leaning also because, I mean, he's good when he plays the Islanders. Yeah. And then, like, the net, you give him, like, more than one start, and then he starts letting in, like, five goals a
2: game. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the conund—that's a conundrum with him. He, he's, like, a headache where it's, like, you have moments where, like, wow, you could, like, trade this guy and he could be a starter for somebody. And then you have moments where, like, man, this, this dude's, like, an AHL, like, capable goalie. Like – yeah. I I get I get frustrated with him because I think he's talented, but I just I, and I have Ranger, faith in the Rangers to develop goalies until the day, day I die. Like, oh yeah, oh, 100%. Some, that's
3: the one thing I have faith in this
2: in team. It's seriously like not to bring it back to, to Italy, but it's like Italy with their goalies. Like, it's like you can worry about everything else on the field. Italy will always have a great goalie. Like, it's the same thing with the Rangers. They're always drafting well when it comes to goalies. They're yeah. always developing goalies very very well. Um, so if they do move him. I have no problem. Like Ben is the greatest goalie coach in the history yeah. of mankind. He's,
3: got, he, he's the god of goalies.
2: He he really he really is. Like anytime, like I re- remember when uh Auntie Ranta got signed. I think they traded for him or they signed him, and it was like, I have no freaking clue who this guy is. And by the end of the season, it was like, wow, I love Auntie Ranta.
3: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah. Like shit. Talbot. Yeah. Talbot yeah Talbot was another one where I'm pretty sure Andre Pavlik I think it was Pavlik I think he had a good season on, as a backup goalie also like everything think he touches turns good.
2: yeah it's it's unreal so like as far as like Georgiev if there's a goalie desperate team like run it back like Cam Talbot like Edmonton who might sign resign Mike Smith who who might not I heard they're going to buy out Koskinen maybe you know a goalie needy team like them gets desperate and wants to trade you know, a couple picks for, for Georgiev because he's, what, 25, 24?
3: Yeah, I think around that. Issue. Yeah, He's younger least, than I am.
2: He's, he's, <laughs> and all, these, all these freaking guys are, man. It's so sickening. <laughs> um, so maybe trying to move him to a team like Edmonton for a couple picks, you know, he's still in his prime, can get a fresh start there, be the starter, you know, be in a goalie competition. That could be a perfect spot for him. But I wouldn't also wouldn't be opposed to him coming back and being Sterkin's backup. But Shostakin's got to play majority of the game. Like I, I don't like Agreed. what David Quinn did as far as the oh, goalie situation. So sick of it. It was it was frustrating. I wasn't like an anti-David Quinn guy like everybody else was, but like that pissed me off a lot because it was like Shostakin is your guy. You need to run him around, run him and play him as much as you can. Enough of this college goalie crap where you're letting him play three games and Georgiev was Jor- Jor- getting one. Just run him and play him till he can't play anymore, and then you start your give and then you throw Shusterkin back in. So that was my take on it. Um, but, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where the Rangers go as far as the goalie situation. Now, enough about the Rangers, even though I could talk about them for yeah. forever. What about what are your guys' thoughts on the Islanders? Obviously, a game away from the Stanley Cup uh, versus Tampa. They matched up pretty well, but obviously couldn't get it done. Where can the Islanders improve? as far as uh, getting over the hump and getting to that next level, Tom's, what do you guys think?
3: Um, So they're going to need their, they're going to need Sorokin to be able to, I would assume handle the majority of the workload. Um, And their biggest issue is they're going to need to find a score. Now I am like 90% sure that if um, Anders Lee had stayed healthy during the season, they'd be Stanley cup champions.
2: Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. you know what, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that at all.
3: But I still think, I mean, and I know, I think JJ Padgett was playing with like a broken hand and like, there's always going to be nicks and bumps at the end of an NHL season, but they're still going to need their, maybe they need, maybe Wallstrom develops into a score or Kiefer Bellows develops into a score, but they're going to need to find somebody who can put the puck in the net. Like if they had signed Panera, they'd be like back-to-back Stanley Cup champions.
2: Yeah, I think you're. I think you hit the nail on the head there, Tom. Other Tom, what do you think?
3: Other Tom has currently had to run upstairs to okay take care of a situation. Uh, The moment you you have me, okay, that's (laughs) fine. That's fine,
2: Paul, What are your thoughts on the Islanders?
1: Um, I hope I wish them nothing but peril and destruction in the off season. No, um you know like any team that i that is a rival of, of a team of mine i never want them to do well but as we said earlier it's hard it's hard to you know discredit what they're doing um it's hard to to ignore it um they're getting a new building their fan base is just as angry and, and hungry and rabid as as rangers um you know i'm not sure Sure what they, they are missing. They are missing another score, and the Tarasenko thing is obviously very appealing. And, you know, the rumors of them being involved in on him, that's something I can see them doing. Um, you know, but but as I said, I, I hope nothing comes to fruition and I hope they're they're they have nothing but sadness. Like I it's it's hard for me to talk about how other teams that I root against can improve because I don't want them to get any of the players that that obviously so you know it's it's hard for me and I most of my friends are Bruins and Islander fans and a couple Devils fans and then there's like two of us that are Rangers fans so it's it's fun during the season but yeah you know <laughs> the Tarasenko thing does worry me because yeah the health concerns but I feel like as Tom said earlier he's the one piece that if they added him I think that puts them over the top and and that one that one and they're interested in him when I heard it last week. Definitely raised some concern for me, yeah. for sure.
2: Kyle, you watch a couple of Islanders games.
1: Let's yeah, get I do watch some
0: games in the playoffs. <laughs> you yeah, the last get, person <laughs> you want to hear on this topic, like I
2: promise you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, open and honest. I love it, Kyle.
3: Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, just I, telling, I just wanted to – uh, what, what's up? I was just because to uh, – the couple weeks ago, I went to Belmont Racetrack to, you know, actually like bet on the ponies. And I was literally like five feet away from the New Islanders building. I was like, "This is disgustingly ugly." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so, Long Island. You you know, I hate the, <laughs> <in> the stadium.
2: <laughs> Listen, nothing touches the garden. You say what you want. Nothing, nothing touches wow. the garden, and the atmosphere, or anything like that.
0: Well, wow, the garden's a pretty ugly building. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah,
2: you. you're an ugly building. But so. to be honest,
0: you're still <laughs> pretty you're ugly, an ugly building. building. There's no pretty buildings in New York. Uh, let's just be real about it. No, no yeah, I love the it. city. I love it. I love it. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying there's just no pretty buildings.
2: The inside <laughs> of it is like, Here with that. Kyle, I just wanted to hear your voice. That's why I, I said something. <laughs> I know you didn't I, have actually any insight on the Islanders. Yeah, no, I just no. want to hear your voice because it's been a while. And I want to
0: make yeah, sure you're Kyle, still here. I,
3: I missed your voice. Thanks, yeah, guys. Thank it's, you.
0: You know, I've, I've heard it supple. I heard it sultry. Uh, it is. If if people didn't enjoy it though, this is gonna be their favorite episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, as far my thoughts on the Islanders though, they need to resign Zezakis. I think Zezakis is a very very important piece to to that team. You so can good. see he's and he's one of the leaders of, of the team as well. I think getting Anders Lee back 100 percent healthy is like an addition for that team. Um, but they got to get another scoring winger. They they have to whether it's Tarasenko. Um, I don't. Not familiar with the entire free agency class, but I don't know if there's anybody that can take them over the hump like a Panarin would have uh when, when he signed with the Rangers. Took less money, by the way. Just what it's worth, Islanders fans.
1: <laughs>
2: um <laughs> they're they're obviously they were a game away from the Stanley Cup. They're not far off. Yeah, they have the pieces there. Pelic is is one of the most underrated defensemen in hockey. Um, um
3: absolutely if there was an award for best defensive defenseman, Adam Pellick would probably win
2: it. Yeah. 100 he was i mean every time he's on the ice he, he does something positive uh on the defensive end pulak's another very very good defenseman um I, you know I, I like their pieces as much as it hurts me to say yeah. it pains me to say um i like the pieces that they have Sorokin is a phenomenal goalie like yeah. Sorokin, shisterkin rivalry if you want to call it that for the years to come barring they both stay healthy is going to be fantastic um i'm very very excited um for that rivalry. I'm not excited for the Islanders that they're still really good. I prefer when they were really bad.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's
2: not the anymore.
3: Yeah. I haven't looked at like the full free agency pool either yet. So I we used... actually have the list up in front of us. Of oh, look <laughs> at that.
2: More prepared
3: <laughs> than us on our own yeah, show. Yeah, more prepared than us on <laughs> our own
2: show. Let's, it's let's pretty start.
3: pathetic to look at outside of, um, you know, Ovechkin <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Taylor Hall. Because the next name on that list is Henrik Zetterberg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Do we I think would Hall say, stays in, in Boston? I think so. I think that's a pretty hey. good situation for him. Yeah. Yeah. My friends, my friends who are Bruins fans are like obsessed with him. Um, they he, also also they're gonna have to probably re-sign. I believe they should resign Kyle Palmieri, another yeah. Long Island legend. He was um, great when he came over. He was
2: fantastic, especially in
3: the playoffs. I really think honestly now thinking back on it, I think the Islanders should have been more in on Victor Arvidson, where he got traded to the Kings for what i seem to yeah, I think is like pennies on the dime, on yeah. The dollar. So I think that, yeah now. I, go ahead. I no, honestly now just think I didn't think about it actually at the time I was because I love I love Arvidson and Forsberg down in Nashville and yeah. time I was like oh man I would love to see Arvidson on the Rangers but now that I really think about it he would have been a pretty good fit on the Islanders.
2: Yeah, yeah. I agree. What do you guys think about? I know he's a center. Uh, You know, the Capitals are in a tough spot. And I heard that they're not really high on Kuznetsov anymore. Would that be a fit with the Islanders?
3: I I would say yes, because I'm a Kuznetsov fan. And I think he fits anywhere. But knowing how Lula Morello runs his team and knowing the for the lack of a better term, legal issues, Kuznetsov ran, ran into a couple of years ago. I don't know if he wants to bring that onto the team.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. Because he's had that that was the big issue with, with Kuznetsov, was he was such a headache, especially during this season getting in trouble. Um, I think I think he's a perfect fit playing wise. Well, you're right. With lamarillo he's kind of like a no nonsense kind of guy. Yeah. It wouldn't fly there and he would it would just be an ugly situation off the ice. And I don't think the Islanders want that because the Islanders do have a a good structure as far as, like, good players on and off the ice. Um, But we hope nothing but the worst for the Islanders on this podcast. I'm sorry, Xavier. I love you. You're a good friend. I know you just had a heartbreak with England, but I hope nothing but the worst for for the Islanders going forward. Moving on, let's talk a little (laughs) baseball, right? Baseball is at the All-Star break now. Guys, Toms,
3: thoughts on the season so far? Yes. Um, You know, I am thrilled um, that the Mets are in first place. Should we preferred. touch on, on what the Mets did first? You're no. talking about that they took a guy whose last name... Gives no, there's me a delay. Of, uh, um, No, we can do that in a little bit.
2: Let's talk about the season. Right, there's a delay. So I keep hearing. I'm running the show. Sorry. Here. No.
4: <laughs>
1: Everything is... Everything was choppy for a minute, and I couldn't hear anything. That's my bad.
2: Anyways, Tom's like I was saying. <laughs> tell me your thoughts on the season so baseball season so far. Mets, Yankees, overall baseball in general. How much have you loved it? Let's hear it.
4: Well, Tom number two is not much of a baseball fan, so this is going to be all on uh, Italian Tom.
3: So, I love it. Which is good because I could talk baseball for, like, years on years and years and never get tired because it was my original favorite sport. And uh, <laughs> I'm thrilled that the Mets are in first place going into the All-Star break. That's all I can ask for. Uh, I think they lost today. I don't know. I didn't you watch did. a single second of the game. Yeah, me either. It was, <laughs> was a little bit.
2: <laughs> the Mets could have been up 10 nothing and lost the game, and I wouldn't give two shits. Like, I would not have cared at all. You know who did almost do something like that? The New York Yankees. They the were York up Yankees big and lost there. the game. They did, to the Houston Astros, the the Yankees' favorite uh, team.
3: Yes, but um, it was, you know, it's weird seeing them be good, but also I feel like they haven't been very good this year because I feel like half of their wins have had to come in, like, the first half of a doubleheader where they literally (laughs) had no business in the game. Yeah. Yeah, But if they can get, you know, the team's getting healthy. Nimmo has made a huge impact on this lineup. like. Unquantifiable how big of an impact he makes on this team.
2: Yeah, I was. Paulie and I can attest we are not Brandon Nimmo fans, or we're not until he came back and just started being, you know, the reincarnation of Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> um, Cool with me now. Like, yeah. you, you're good. Like, you're good. But stay healthy, stay at the top of that lineup. You know, it's just, it's night and day. I wasn't expecting this, to be honest. Like, no. I was expecting this from Conforto. I was not expecting this from. Brandon Nemo, Mr. Yes. Smile, or no? I'm sorry. That's that's Francisco Lindor's nickname. Not yeah. But you know I, what they I, both.
3: Yeah. You know, so I feel like Nimmo smiles more, but Lindor has the better smile.
2: Oh, all, without a doubt.
3: I feel it's like Nimmo's smile is condescending. That's how I always thought it's just, when he was. Smiling. It's not
2: condescending. It's goofy. <laughs> it's it's just a goofy thing. Like he's just like a. A goofy dude. I don't want to say he's goofy looking. He's just like a goofy kind of dude. Like, hey, listen, he plays well, so I don't really care. Yeah. You can be as goofy as you want. He's just a goofy looking guy.
1: Like, I'm I've got... Gonna... Go yeah, ahead. I've got the joke where, like, I'm like, I, I'll tweet anytime he does anything now as, like, president of the Brandon Nimmo fan club, because like Jordan said, like, I, I didn't like him at all. And then he started hot this season, and everybody was rubbing it in my face, and he got hurt, and I was <laughs> like, okay, he's going to come back, and he's not going to hit. He's not going to get on base, and I'm going to be right. Well, I, I don't have any issues with being wrong about him. He's setting the table. He the, the stats have proven that the Mets are scoring a run and a half more a game with him in the lineup. Um, You know, and I think I, hopefully this can continue in the second half. I have no problem with being wrong. Um, You know, this team is – I think it's – I don't know if it's still four. I think it might be three and a half. I didn't check the other games after. It
3: is three and a half It is three and a half. And a half.
1: So, you know, to be up three and a half at the break – um, at 47 and 40 with all the injuries that they had. It's the first time they're in first place at the break since I think, I think it's 07. Um, yep. You know, Which it's is so- a year for Mets fans. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's good to see. And I think, I think the offense was just starting to wake up. Um, you know, so I think this second half surge with a healthy team uh, may be interesting. I mean, the deadline's coming and you know, you know, Cohen can, I mean, obviously he's not making the moves, but you know that, being in first place by three and a half games, and, and and holding on to first place, they can taste it to where they they know they need to improve. They can't just stay pat and hope that the team just continues to play well. So we know reinforcements are going to be coming. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting to see what they do, what prospects they want to move. Um, I think we've talked about this before. I think uh, Marcirio is the um, the most appealing pick player for them to move because. He's not going to be playing here up here for the next 10 years. So it depends on how they want to use him and who they want to get. Um, But we know that this team is going to improve. So it's it's very exciting, um, you know, at the halfway point where they are. You know, unfortunately, a player like Acuna went down uh, for the Braves. Um, You never want to see a guy like that who's as exciting as he is go down. That's obviously going to hurt the Braves. Um, You know, and then the Phillies, uh, they've been having some COVID outbreaks, it looks like. So. Um, and Nola, I think, missed a start today and some other guys are missing some time. So, you know, it's if the Mets can get some distance with playing more games against the Pirates to come out of the break and then, you know, and, and try and get some distance and, and finally take off. Because, I mean, this team hasn't hit the stride where, you know, sometimes the good teams have, you know, 10, 12 game win streaks. They haven't done that yet. So there's got to be a stretch coming where they can pull together some really a, a big, solid win streak to get themselves some more space. Between the rest of the division, so I'm excited. Um, you know, it, it's nice to not want to check out a, of, of a Mets season by the All Star break. Um, this is, team is very likable. I mean, now that I've come around on Nimo, there's not a player that I dislike on this team, which is very rare. Yep. Um, yeah, it's very rare to just watch this team and be like, oh my god, like I can't stand so-and-so. so and so. So they're all enjoyable. It seems like the. It seems like even. You know, excluding that little rift between McNeil and Lindor super early in the season, it seems like this locker room is extremely tight, um, and that's yep. something you want to see. So I, I'm really excited for the second half of a Mets season for the first time in a long time. And and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna excuse 2015 because that was a ride. Like once they got suspended, that was a ride. But you didn't see that coming until it happened. You know what I mean? So like to be able to really look forward to a second half of a season it is really enjoyable.
2: Here's the thing. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Here's the thing. Stinks. The Mets are the only good team. Agreed. It's not even even close. I understand that the NL East is the worst division in baseball, and the Mets are 47-40 and and just split a series with the Pirates. I understand that. The Mets have the luxury of having the richest owner in baseball. They have a great pitching staff. They have... A decent bullpen that can be better. They have a lineup that's now beginning to hit. They're going to get better as the season goes forward, especially during the trade deadline. They're going to be buyers, they're going to be in on every single big player, whether that's a Chris Bryant, whether that's um I don't know what other what other big names are gonna be out there. Uh um uh, Barrios. Hold on. Let me let me finish.
1: I have a Rojas question once
2: you're okay. done. Okay. Okay, And then I will, I will bring up uh, Rojas as well. Uh, yeah. Whether that's Jose uh, Barrios, whether yeah. that's Josh Donaldson, they're going to be on every in on every single prospect. Chris Bryant's not going to cost a lot of, of prospects because nope. he's going to be a free agent, but because the Cubs are not going to resign him, breaking news. Um, <laughs> the, the Mets are in great shape here. And not for anything. And again, I'm putting my biased Mets hat off. Nobody in the NL scares me. The Dodgers are a very good team.
1: Padres scare
2: me. The A little bit. But the Dodgers just they lost Dustin May. Trevor Bowers probably never going to pitch for them again. Nope. Clayton Kershaw just got hurt. That lineup is still very good. But when you have the pitching like the Mets do, it doesn't scare me. And the Padres are good, yeah, but guess what? The Mets split. The Mets took four to the, – the, Beat them in a series four to three. Yeah, they, they won, won four games, including splitting uh, two games, a uh, four game series in San Diego, where they really didn't play that poorly. They just didn't hit. Yeah, and Blake Snell hasn't been that great. Yu Darvish has been fantastic, but Paddock has been mediocre. Musgrove is okay. You know, he had the no hitter, but like, what, what am I afraid of there? Besides Tatis and you know Machado, or whatever. But Degrom handled them perfectly fine. Tywin Walker, I, he didn't pitch great, but he was he was decent against them. What am I afraid of in the NL? The Central stinks. There's nobody in the NL Central that scares me. What
3: about what about the first place team in the NL West? That the San Francisco Giants? Which no, they Every don't. random player in the history of baseball doesn't. Scare every you. random player. In the history of Listen, baseball. if <laughs> if
2: Kevin Gosman is out dueling Jacob Degrom in a playoff game, you know, then I'll tip my hat to him. I'm not afraid of the the freaking. <laughs> giants i understand they're playing well they don't they don't scare me either No, they, me neither. no the, nobody scares me because of the the way the mets have played and i understand people want to get on the manager because that's the cool thing to do rojas has been fine he's a manager he's going to make bold decisions that are going to work out and that aren't going to work out like even like today putting leaving castro in for for an extra inning would i have done that no but what else are you going to do there you're gonna bring in Trevor May? You're gonna you going to you can not bring in Lugo, like what are you gonna do there? But
1: why didn't he bring it if Drew Smith was available? See though, this is the thing. Like, I've come around on Ross. You know I was very critical, but I've come around on him. But him managing a bullpen in a playoff series terrifies me. Because he, if Drew Smith was available today, why why didn't he pitch earlier? Well
2: and, because Drew Drew Smith, I mean Drew Smith is good, but like are you rather are you gonna have Edwin Diaz? Like Familia's been Familia, Familia's been very good this year.
1: Yeah, no, he has.
2: Yeah, I'm just. I didn't like how he did it today. But, but again, if you bring in Drew Smith and he blows the game, it's why would you bring in a guy like Drew Smith in that spot? That's 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 a manager's. The manager always gets the credit, none of the credit, and all the blame. That's how it is. It's just you're you're going to make a decision, and you're going to you're going to live with it. And uh, the other thing, and I, I hear it all the time on SNY the post game. Rojas always has a reason for why he does stuff. Whether does. you like it or not, he's always got a reason, and it's backed up by information and by facts. It's there's always So I have no problem with Rojas as a manager. I know a lot of Mets fans do, but you guys all want Wally Backman to be a freaking manager, so, so I don't really care I, what you say. Also,
3: I know you and I are on the same page with this, and that probably I would assume you would be as well. Mets, Twitter are the most annoying people I've ever interacted with.
2: The base, they, baseball, they, Twitter in general. I'm not,
3: I'm not that deep into Mets Twitter. There's like
1: a like I've been told about it, but there's only like a for some reason I'm I've I'm more deep in Jets Twitter than I've ever than Mets Twitter. So like there's I hear about some things, but I, I I'm not that deep into it. So like I don't see it as much as like when Jordan tells me things and stuff like that.
2: I it, Tom, I'm I'm 100 on you with that they they just they want Rojas to never make a mistake, and it's just right. not gonna happen.
3: And, and maybe, I know you and I are the are the kings yeah, yeah. of the quote tweeting every time Lindor does something good, making fun yeah. of everyone who literally says Lindor is the biggest bust in the world after a half a season of not terrible baseball.
2: Just uh, yeah, right, exactly. Like he, Lindor's batting over 300 in, in July, and I get it. Yeah. He's started off slow, but you know it. Like it happens. Like yeah, I, like, he he got paid. And like the, I mean, Mets fans. I mean, Paul, you like you know this back yeah. in the day when Mets fans had Mike Piazza, they booed Mike Piazza. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, when they acquired him, like, they boot him, like, because he wasn't playing well. Like, like, just let it, like, I understand, like, you get frustrated because he's making all that money. And because, um, you know, he's, he's, you he had his, I don't want to say his issues, because I don't think the McNeil thing was an issue. But, no, you know, he's had his, you know, situations or whatever. But th- it's like, Mets fans want to hate it. Yeah. Like, you have a guy here who's going to be here for a decade who wanted to – he did not have to take that money from the Mets. He could have been like, no, no, I'm good. I, I can bank on myself Or I don't wanna, really want to be here. He could have easily done that,
1: and he I chose let And let's understand, too, like the, the, the personal side of things. He moved to a big city where expectations are higher than ever. He has a newborn. Like, let's not, let's not ignore that, too. Like, he's moving and uprooting his family. You know, he's coming into a new situation, and let's be real – Offense throughout the entire league is down. There's only how many people who are hitting over 300 this year. Like, offense is down. So, a slow start was expected. Like, if if people really thought this guy was going to come out and start batting 340 from the start of the season, that was just silly. I mean, did it suck to see him struggle? Yeah. Did it suck to see him strike out in big moments? Sure. But the last month and a half, almost two months, you see the player that we got. And he's starting to hit home runs. It, it's, is it is it back to back games now with home runs? No, or is it, or no, is it, it two, two in three days twice, or something? Correctly yeah, the Grand Slam. Yeah. Well, with the rainouts, I'm so confused in the <laughs> But, Yeah, like he's got he's got two home runs at least in this series. You know what I mean? He's starting to hit the ball. He went three for four, or he at least went three for four today, and he had a walk. Like he's starting to yeah, he base
3: four times. To, yeah, he's yeah. on
1: base, like he's getting on base. OPS is going up like. He was never somebody I was worried about. Who I'm worried about right now is Conforto. But I think maybe this break will give him a time to kind of reset. Like, he came strong. He hit the home run today. Um, you know, so he's a guy that I expect a lot out of. I mean, if you follow me, you know how much I love Michael Conforto. Um, you know, and to see him struggle has sucked. But, you know, he got a couple hits. He got a home run. He got another hit today. So, you know, hopefully after the break he he comes back too. So I think this guy's the limit for this team in this offense in the second half. Kyle I want to hear your th- thoughts on this. Hey, Kyle on the Mets what do you think bud
0: yeah the Mets are great man love the Mets so good baseball That's... sports no, I... <laughs> no but uh I, I really again it's another sport I don't I should probably do a little bit better job of watching I I've, I've uh you know I've always been kind of like a I'll watch a baseball game if I go to it uh, I grew up a Yankees fan. I'm pretty sure none of you knew that because I don't really talk bad about it. I knew it. that. It- I knew that. Kyle. Okay, because I don't really talk about it. I just know the Yankees are absolutely sucking up. I, you know, I, oh. I catch a game every now and then, right? It's like it's something I'll watch uh, if I don't have anything else I want to do or whatever. But uh, I know wow. the Mets have been impressive.
2: I'm glad you brought up the Yankees, Kyle, because that was our next topic. Was well to get better.
0: And Kyle, well, I would welcome, like to hear from guys. You. This is this is what I provide. This is
2: the type (laughs) of content I want to hear from you. What the Yankees need to do going to this All Star break? Because you know they had this tough loss today, but took two out of three from the Astros. What do the Yankees need to do to improve going into uh, post All Star break?
0: I I, you know I just (laughs) I I don't (laughs) think it's I just don't think there's a fix this year. I just don't. I just think they're uh, a mediocre team that has some good bats, but. That's the only thing they're able to do right now is hit. Like, uh, but no, let me rephrase that. Sorry, they <laughs> they can when they hit, they hit. When they don't, they're awful. So, and that's all they rely when they on. They hit, they hit. When they that, don't, that, they That is is that that's, is that's, Kyle's that's, the squishing hot takes. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, Johnson, I mean, that's baseball. Right? Like, but that's take. but to that's be honest with you, they're, they're,
3: hot,
0: <laughs> they're like a hot and cold team. That it's just like. You don't know what th- – they're like the perfect 500 team right now. They're literally going to – I think they're pretty much going to walk all the way to 500. Um, I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. I'm pretty sure they're going to wow. fire – I'm pretty sure they're going to fire Boone too. Um, that's just uh, – I, I know how uh, Yankee fans get. They're going to be like, get him out of here. And I'm just like, whatever, dude. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 like, people are like, give me give me your hottest take on the Yankees. I was like, yeah, man. Sports. <laughs>
4: for more
2: for more hard-hitting baseball analysis, please follow Kyle.
0: Dude, when you sent me the thing this week, it was like, yeah, we're going to do baseball. I was like, fuck. Okay, <laughs> what do so- I do? So a normal person would respond by researching the latest games. And I sat here and said, nah, eh, screw it. Let's win <laughs> it.
2: This is <laughs> what we're, we're doing. In we're, here. we're
0: in too deep now. I was just like, fuck it. You know, we're here. Um, but that's that's pretty much the, I, I just think the Yankees don't really have many aces outside of Garrett Cole. And even he is like. Uh, hit or miss too I, I know the other night he had 129 pitches where he was just freaking smoking yeah. um and then he cursed out boone which was hilarious to me um but other than that I just I don't they don't really have a lot going for them and I you know I I don't think the Stanton you know was it a trade I can't even remember now yeah. at this point yep. yeah yep. I don't think the Stanton trades paying off um at this point like I just don't think you know I'm not sure if either a he's he's too much of the focal point and they don't have enough support around him. Um, or, you know, maybe he's just, you know, not as good as they thought he was. Maybe he was better off in a smaller market. Who knows?
2: Uh, Kyle, I'd say what, for not preparing for this, that was some great insight. I will. I I lie.
0: Thanks guys. I, uh, I'm terrible. Uh, <laughs> well, we knew that already.
3: Uh, thanks, Kyle, I just man. followed you on Twitter. So I'm expecting more of those baseball takes. You just <laughs> you're
0: you going to get like some quips. That's it. Oh, you're like, Baseball sucks and then I'm gonna get a bunch of quote retweets and
3: comments. He's
2: gonna block, then Tom's gonna to block you. <laughs> <There's somebody laughs> that.
3: Please don't no, block the me. The blocking the blocking is for really, really annoying meth fans that get under my skin. That's it. Well, <laughs> I'm not one of those, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh but no. Paul up.
1: The Yankee problem I think is the lineup number one is too too imbalanced. That's the first thing. Uh secondly they got too reliant on home run or bust. Like I understand like small ball is basically eliminated from baseball and I'm not saying they need to play that. Um but guys are guys are just striking out too much. And I mean that's an around the league problem too but but again with them being as as imbalanced they are offensively, um Boone to me is not really good at in-game adjustments either. Um but, again, we've heard the rumors that, like, the Yankee lineup is set from upstairs and the analytics and this and that. So I don't really know. Even if firing Boone, like, the next person you're going to bring in there is going to do the same thing. Um, so I don't know. You know, it's crazy to see the way that the Yankees are managed because for, for years of our lives, when George was alive, the, this, this shit wouldn't be going on. You know what I mean? Like, somebody would have been fired. A trade would have been made by now to try to improve this team. So it's going to be interesting to see where the Yankees are come the deadline and are, are they going to make moves to try to improve this team? Because, I mean, they're, they're they're so far back right now of the division, but I don't think they're out of it because uh, I think the Red Sox have lost 4 of 6. You know what I mean? So, like, if the Yankees get hot in the second half, I mean, there is a lot of baseball left. Um, but they, they don't have pitching. After Cole, It's it's, it's a question mark. Every start. You don't
0: really know what you're going to get from the starters. See, so, I was just saying that. I have yeah. no baseball experience. Look at Gave you the hottest take all year. So informed. Amazing. Guys, follow me for more content on Twitter. Uh, my at is King Uh These baseball takes are coming in scorching hot now that I know I can talk about it. So,
1: be <laughs> <Well, laughs> yeah. ready, baby. But, no. Like, so, are they going to make a move or are they going to admit at the deadline, hey, we know our season's over? cuz you don't see that from the Yankees. And and to see the way that they operate now is like my, my father's a huge Yankee fan, he hates them. He hates Boone. He hates he hates like he just doesn't like every day it's oh, if George was George, if George was alive, if George, that's all i hear. And but he's right. <laughs> and and to see them just operate like this and and you know, um Hal came out and made that statement what, was a couple weeks ago and i was just i laughed. But th- they have got to get another bat or two. Um, you know, Clint Fraser is a player who I love, and, and he's been a disappointment, but they don't let him play enough to try to figure it out. He They let him play, he gets a couple hits, then they bench him for three days. So I don't know what they can do, but I do know they've got to get some arms and a couple more bats. As as, as pointless of a statement that is, I don't know who they can go after, but that's what they need. They they need more arms, and they need a couple more bats. Otherwise, someone, they're, they're dead.
3: Oh, can someone smarter than me explain to me why Gleyber Torres isn't good anymore?
1: I, I, I don't have the
2: answer either. He, it, it just seems that moving to shorts, like when he just not, he's not a shortstop. Right. Like I was talking to, to a Yankee fan the other day, and I think that has something to do with it. He's playing out, out of position, so he's not confident anymore. And he just looks, he looks lost. Like this is a guy who hit 35 home runs and drove in a hundred and something RBIs, guys. And you thought he was the next coming of Jesus Christ. Um, I, I just think it's a confidence thing right now. Um, Tom, that point aside, like, what are your thoughts on, on the Yankees and what you think that they should do um, post-All-Star break? Right? Trade deadline, should they be buyers or sellers maybe? You know, what are, what are your thoughts on that?
3: So I, I agree with the point that after Cole, they don't have much. I'm hoping for their sake that Severino comes back from his groin strain setback that he had or whatever it was, that he can come and give them – something in that rotation, but I agree. I mean, Jameson tile has been okay. He hasn't been anything spectacular. Um They definitely do need another starter. I don't even know if they need another bat. I think they just need their bats they have to just wake up. <laughs> like, like the yeah. only thing I can think of is just, like, sending Brett Gardner to the moon and, and figuring out something to do there. With I mean, because, at, like, you could have their outfield be, like, Judge Stanton and Frazier. And then like they're stacked on the infield. I mean, I don't I, it, I don't have a really good answer as what they should do for the hitting because it's it's weird how they're just not hitting when they have literally almost like an all-star at every position.
2: Well, I, I think their problem is is they just don't have any lefties in that lineup or like good lefties. Like yeah, they're sure. so right handed, heavy. I think like somebody like Joey Gallo would be a perfect fit. Yeah. But especially at
1: Yankee
0: Stadium? Especially at oh, Yankee
1: yeah. Stadium.
2: Well, and that being said, and I talked to a Yankee fan about this uh, just the other day, why wouldn't they be in on Kyle Schwarber? And, um... why, why is
0: your Yankee fan anonymous? It feels like an inside source.
2: <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I talked to I can't,
0: a singular Yankee fan, I can't, unnamed. I can't, ben
2: ben I, can't, I, can't reveal, I can't. reveal my sources, Kyle.
0: It was me, guys. It was me. It was me. I'm yeah, pulling so your Kyle. leg this whole time. I Kyle's am, actually man. the
2: smartest baseball guy alive. The He's smartest. actually an insider. Um, but uh, anyway, before I was really interrupted by Kyle, um, <laughs> I just think why weren't they in on Schwarber? Like, what, why, the, how is it that guy is made for Yankee Stadium? And the reason I got was uh, Steinbrenner said that there was a luxury tax thing. And I'm like, you're the freaking New York Yankees. What does that mean? So, that being said, this Yankees team is talented on paper, their pitching is, is obviously a huge question. Chapman is a mystery now. Um, so going forward, like if they are sellers, who do you sell? You're not trading Garrett Cole. Are you trading Aaron? if you trade Aaron Judge? Yankee Stadium is gonna get burnt to the ground. Okay. Yeah. Um, who, who who else has value on that team? Nobody's touching Chapman. Like, does Dohar
3: have any value of people? No, them, like think no. they're gonna
2: reclaim him? No. 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 Shout um shout out to Cav from all in the. Mac- <laughs> <like Kevin. laughs> Who is the biggest Miguel Anduhar fan <laughs> in the
4: world? But no,
2: he, he does not he does not have any value. Miguel Anduhar stinks. And um, you can hear all about that on Kev's podcast, all in with with Kevin Lewis. He hates Miguel Anduhar more than life itself. Um, <laughs> it it's it's bad. He's he's just not there's no position for him, and he's not that great of a hitter anymore. He had that one good season where he broke out and then he got hurt, and he's just he's not a left fielder. Um they have, and who else is on that? T- like, are you trading maybe Gary Sanchez? Because Yankee fans seem to think Kyle Higashioka is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Well, um, everybody
3: thinks the backup catcher is the greatest thing since sliced bread until they have to have actual at bats and they it yep. go for 40. Yep.
2: Remember, remember that, remember that happened with the with the Mets with uh Travis Darno. They everybody, Kevin Blueck is the guy. Oh, this mm-hmm. guy can hit, this guy can do this. Didn't work out like that, but it, it in the Yankees case, like. You're in a tough spot here because you can go for a wild card spot. Should, I think they are four games back of a wild yeah. card, not so it's not too far back. But they also have no pitching too. I think Paulie and I think uh, Tom, you brought up great points. Who is in that rotation besides Garrett Cole? Tyon's been okay. Kluber's out for the year essentially.
3: Herman has been a mess.
2: Herman's yeah. been bad. Montgomery's been
3: I don't think bad.
2: <laughs> he's been yeah he's been okay.
3: Yeah. I mean he might but he might be their second best pitcher.
2: Yeah, which the kid, is the, a lot. Kid,
3: the kid Nestor Cortez pitched well against the Mets and then pitched well in his last start.
2: Yeah, no, Cortez has been really good out of the bullpen. That's a, that, but that's a guy who's a who's a an opener. He's not a yeah. he's not a starter. He's not a guy who's going to eat eat a lot of innings besides Garrett Cole. Like are the Yankees really going to have to get, have Garrett Cole pitch a throw 120 pitches, 129 pitches um, every single fifth start. You're going to you're going to kill him. Um, so that's that's where it's weird with the Yankees where they're talented, but like. They're not that talented, but they're talented enough where they can make the playoffs. But do you want to just throw the season away and maybe sell off some pieces like uh, Gary and get something back? Like, I, I don't know. The Yankees are in a weird spot here. I, and I think Boone is gone after this year. I hear nothing but negative things from Yankee fans. I was never a Boone fan, but he just doesn't seem like, like, I mean, Garrett Cole basically told him to go screw yourself. Uh, it's basically the other day.
1: Cole's like I'm the manager now.
2: Like Yeah. yeah. He was like, uh, he emasculated him in front of the entire team on the mound. And Moon was like, Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so you're gonna do this, and I'm just gonna go sit in the dugout and this is what it's gonna be. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Yankees are in a weird spot. I, I I honestly don't know. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be interesting come trade deadline because I think I don't think Yankee fans are gonna be happy if they're sellers, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they are.
3: I just can't see the Yankees. I, I know there were sellers in the year where they missed the playoffs, but like we're still 500 and the year, like they got like labor and called them and called up by like Gary Sanchez. But like, I just can't see the Yankee fans not storming into Yankee stadium and trying to get Brian Cashman's head on a stick. If <laughs> they're quote unquote sellers. Yeah. I think honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to do some Kyle hard advice here. If the Yankees want to win some games, they cannot be blowing saves in the games where they get a lead. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> See, hot take. Look, I'm
0: infectious. I'm infectious, guys. <laughs> Good hot
3: takes all around.
2: That's a Kyle hot take for, this, uh, for the ages there. Because,
3: but... <laughs> like, Chapman has been horrendous recently. And yeah. he put out that post where he was like, Oh, yeah, you know, I'm fighting through it. I'm going to succeed. I have many wars to fight, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And then I retweeted the guy who quote tweeted, like, "Guy, we're not asking you to go storm Normandy. We're just asking you to get, like, three outs. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. I saw that.
2: Yeah, the Yankees are in a weird spot, man. Like, I I just – I don't know. I'm not envious because, you know, I know a lot of Yankee fans are, you know, miserable right now, especially after losing that game the way they did (laughs) today. Um. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting uh second half for the Mets and the Yankees. Um it's interesting interesting to see where they go. It's weird seeing that the Mets are gonna be the buyers of the big names and all these guys and the Yankees are gonna be like the penny pinchers here.
1: Thank you, Steve Not, Cohen. Yeah, <laughs> Thank real, you, Uncle Steve. Kidding. Yeah.
2: Um that was guys, that was great. That was an awesome discussion. Now it's everybody's favorite time of our episode, if you're still listening, which I hope you are. Big Bozo Energy. Our, if our guests have Big Bozos that they'd like to present, they're more than welcome to. We will leave you guys for last to think of one. But for now, we'll kick it off with Mr. Bruzie's
1: Oh.
4: <laughs> I.
1: I I am ill-prepared for Big Bozo this week because I didn't add it to and I know we do the segment every week, but I, I I thought we were doing everything and, and skipping it. So well, um, why, would we,
4: why would we skip a segment that we've never No, no, because our
1: our our agenda was very long. And so that's on me. Um Good so stuff. my big bozo of the week is um is you grab a is, beer, clown. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll do I'll do myself for not being prepared, uh for an episode, because normally I am very prepared. I mean, this segment was named by me. Um,
4: it's literally your idea.
1: It's my <laughs> idea, and uh, you know, if you're not prepared, you look like a goof. And so that goes with anything in life. So I, I myself, am my big bozo energy this week,
2: solid stuff, good, good
1: <laughs> stuff here. Hey, Kyle, I hey, didn't prepare for a segment either. I don't want to hear it.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> this w- this week, I'm not going to have a big bozo, but more of a statement. <laughs> um i i listen, like cars guys no, like cars. No, well well yes it was only further this week but anyway um the, the the point i'm gonna make is that uh life is short yep you never know when your time is up so i think the most important thing is to just you know <clears throat> tell the people you love that you love them and uh you know Hug, hug somebody tight before you go to bed tonight. That's that, that's really. I don't I don't want to use a big bozo this week. I think uh, you know there's, there's a lot going on in yeah, life man. right now uh, to uh, to have a big bozo. So I'm just gonna leave that and that will be my statement of the week. Now, Jordan, please close it out with an actual big bozo.
1: Yeah, no, and Kyle, I just want to say you know we don't have to go into everything, but you know I know it's been a rough week for you, um, you know, and and you just doing a statement based on that and and knowing what it's for, you know. I agree with you hundred
2: percent. Well geez, you got it's a mood killer. Kyle, I love you, brother.
0: <laughs> I didn't wanna I didn't want to kill them. Guys I just, like, gonna gonna the I you were to
2: last <laughs> in the mood of the whole freaking thing. It's <laughs> oh, stop. Right and fun and no, it's all good, Kyle. You know, it's semi I semi love too. You know, I know it's been a tough week for for you and uh your loved ones, but uh you know, I, I love you too. But I do have a big bozo of the week because we do this every week, Paulie. Is it
0: going to be me? (laughs) (laughs) This would be one circular fucking thing right now. No,
2: no, Kyle, absolutely not. I would would not do that to you. It's it's honestly from today. It's Gary Neville, and my man Tom knows why. (laughs) Was why I'm saying this because this stupid idiot, and just like most English, not English fans, but English, you know. Pundits is what they call it, sports reporters are very high. They like just sit on a pedestal, and this doofus Gary Neville <clears throat> sat there and said, "Italy hasn't played anybody. This is the beginning of the tournament after Italy, you know, ran through the group stage and you know didn't get a goal and everything. Italy hasn't played anybody. When they play somebody tough, you'll see the the true colors. I'm paraphrasing here. You'll see their true colors and you know they won't win. Well, idiot, they beat the first ranked team in Belgium." They beat the fourth ranked team in England and they beat the sixth ranked team in Spain in their road to winning the Euro Cup. So Eat It Forza Italia. Tom's
3: Europe. Oh, now I'm angry because I was gonna believe (laughs) I had two and you took one of mine. So I'm gonna go along the same lines as you, and I'm gonna go Manchester City defenseman John Stones. For mimicking the Italians in practice leading up to the final. I saw and that. just getting absolutely, you know, made fun of. And now he has to eat that of his stupid. Like he didn't even look good making fun of me. He's like had a limp arm. It was just it was ugly. It was, it was yeah, it wasn't I a good it was. wasn't a
2: good it wasn't good. Like no. us It's like we we do, like honestly, I don't care when people do it. I don't know about you, Tom. I don't I don't care. Like if you're gonna mock it, at least do it right. Like no, I do it like, what we do like do.
3: Chido does it when he's trying to argue a call. Like, or, or like how Barella does
2: it, or any single Italian player in the history yeah. of Italian soccer. Yeah. Like, I'm still, I'm still adamant to to this that they should put that hand gesture on the Italian flag because, okay. so, I mean. Not for anything. Like even my dad and I, when we get into arguments, we do the same freaking thing. Yeah. We talk. Yeah. Italians yep. talk with their hands. Like this is not like a, a breaking news kind of thing. Yeah, it's not like offensive
1: hands. when you say it to us. I mean, they even made an emoji because it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. it's not offensive. I this that's all we do. My mother, my father, me, your parent, like yeah. It is.
2: It is what it is. But I yeah, mean, to do to do it that way, the way he did it, it came back to bite him
3: because yeah. they lost. I mean, other Tom number two is over here mimicking me. Cause every time I'm talking, I'm doing something with my hands and my arms and he's like, I'm looking at him. He's like mocking me. <laughs> <laughs> they, they
2: don't under, they don't understand t- Italian Tom, my favorite Tom. I only, <laughs> I
4: only understand 7%. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I you can,
2: you can only use like one of your fingers. If, if you only 7%, you can only talk with like one of your fingers. You can't use the thumb. both of your hands. He can only use can the, the thumb. Thumbs. Yeah. Sorry. That, that's it. That's the rules of it. I, but I don't care. I think that's a great uh, big bozo, by the way, because I saw that, and um, I just rolled my eyes at it. I was like, okay, we'll see you on the field. And yep. we came back, and we won the whole damn thing. Fellas? Oh, say, it louder for- say it louder for those in the back that can't hear it. You are, listen, Forza Italia. Campeone you don't dino. even
0: sound like a real Italian. That's –
4: whoa. Wow. God. Whoa. God. Whoa. Where's the seven percent is insulting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm 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 Italian too. Okay, take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> where's
3: let, where's let, the gabagool? Where's the gabagool? Yeah, that, well, that, that video you posted is is like my favorite thing in the world.
2: That that dude is is an absolute legend. Where's the freaking gabagoo?
1: Wait, so seven percent, Tom? Does that mean you only watched like a couple seasons of Sopranos then, or? Uh, no,
3: was, all right, so he's zero percent because he never oh watched Sopranos. God. Oh, yeah, Who oh, me, boo. on the other hand, was literally re-watching it during halftime of the game. Oh. <laughs> uh, <that's, laughs> well, we
1: Italian time is my favorite. We were told the <laughs> other day that um <laughs> that you can't watch The Sopranos if you're not Italian because cause you just can't relate to it. So so now that seven percent of Tom still didn't even watch it. <laughs> That the that seven percent is is disappointed.
2: Yeah, seven percent. Seven percent, Tom. We're gonna need you to get on that. I'm disappointed
0: in one hundred percent of that, Tom.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah that that's your that's your assignment, and uh, please report back uh, the next time you're on the show. I expect you to be talking with your hands, and I expect you to have a full understanding of the Sopranos. Is that a deal?
1: And to Got have <laughs> <laughs> Um. We, we don't encourage that. <laughs> no, yeah, we don't encourage that. We don't, we don't encourage that.
2: <laughs> no, we don't. We are opposed to infidelity on this. Uh, One on thousand percent, <laughs> um, fellas. Welcome
1: to the medical room, our rocker. By the way, before we end this, thank, come thank on. You.
2: Thank, thank, you, Paulie. Yeah. What your name gives me nightmares. i was
0: gonna watch it on my VHS cassette tape later.
1: Kyle, you don't care about baseball. Wait, Jordan, you really didn't know? Yes, I
2: did know, but I didn't
0: <laughs> <all
4: right. laughs>
2: um we're out of
0: control
2: sorry. we're uh, we're out of control i've been trying to end this show for like 20 minutes and it's just not happening <laughs> it was you, have not. you have
0: not you literally steamrolled into the big bozo energy th- like five minutes yeah, ago you caught me yeah i, guard. Steam- I, I
2: even, steamrolled it i wasn't even ready
0: running. it was it was, the, it was the first time we ever Paul, did he didn't even have his pants on
2: i steamrolled into a topic that we do every single week since this show is yeah, started but i didn't yes. know which
0: way we were going it felt like I, we took a left when we should have took a never mind just had the well, show where were we
2: gonna go with it what, we, were we going to talk about another topic that you don't know anything about? Like-
0: wow. <laughs> oh, oh, I see we're getting disrespectful. <laughs> Shut this shit down. I'm
3: called corporate.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh. Jordan, these are for next
4: week.
3: For us, when things go off the rails, we just start saying, I digress a lot. And then it yes. kind of is a natural ending yep. to things. So if you <laughs> want to end the topic, just be like, yeah, I digress. I digress. I digress. And, I digress. and then it's done.
2: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love everything about it. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm gonna try and end the show now, unless Kyle or Paul interrupts me again. Tom, number one, hey, oh, ah, ah. Italian Tom, hey, hey, hey. my favorite Tom. Tom number two, seven percent Italian Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, seriously, guys, it was, it was a pleasure uh, having you Same. guys on talking sports. Um, it was blessed. This is our first like real full sports show. For those okay. that didn't really get the uh you know hint here we are going to start focusing more more on sports stuff um obviously well, still going to have pop culture pop culture say. too we're still going to you know talk music and movies and everything but you know we are going to you know start talking more sports obviously keep listening to all in with, with Kevin Lewis and oh, we didn't uh, even you know, talking
1: about black widow we were so sports based we didn't even talk about black widow
2: oh, oh no I, all never, right. I, I guess the time get. Oh I well, you. Seen it, I heard.
0: So. It, I heard it stinks. So I saw Fast, stink.
2: I saw. I saw Fast Nine, and that was absolutely all.
0: I, I have to still. That's see not that, a but... story about your sex life. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Kyle stole.
2: I just. I was want that to be on the record here. Kyle stole that joke from the chat after I made it towards Jude. So that,
0: there's a that, little. No, aspect. I technically made the joke first. <laughs> <laughs> you just followed up on it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an asterisk can't even finish it. look he's, he's 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 flustered he's out of control right now
1: I'm
2: red that's just the way that's just the way I,
0: I love our chat so much
2: um <laughs> where, where are we going with this um make sure you're listening to the middle initial podcast with case and jude it's it's fun they're still gonna be full sports we're gonna be you know sports heavy now um
1: but main you know, thing here let the toms uh, let us know where – let people know where they can find their content and follow them and everything.
2: Yes. Toms, where can we find you? On Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. Let, let us know. Let the people know.
3: Uh, so for me, on Twitter, you can find me at Marolo M-E-R-O-L-L-O, 93, where you will get a little bit better baseball takes than Kyle, but not much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a lot of happy Italy tweets the past, like, month. Yes,
4: sir. Uh, just follow us on youtube and give us a give us a like yeah so we have two channels our original
3: channel honest hockey where we talk all things, all things hockey. hockey are you and guys honest though we, we T- are okay, <laughs> okay. <That's laughs> sure. we started tt sports network where we talk all sports literally everything and that's also been very euro heavy because it's been great to talk about yeah. so yeah those are both of our youtube channels and thanks for having us on guys yeah no problem when does you guys next uh video drop Uh, Should be dropping hopefully tomorrow. I'm going to do a really happy Euro-based Italy happy recap. I wanted to get some Wimbledon in there, but I don't think I'm going to have enough time because I'm just going to be rambling about the tournament.
2: And the Italian guy lost, so we don't really need to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that is true. (laughs) Um, Thank you, fellas, again for for coming on. And I think I can speak for Kyle and Pauly, where if you guys ever need a guest, you know we're more than happy to come on your guys' show and, and talk. Uh, whatever topic it is. Obviously, Kyle can come on for baseball. Obviously.
3: <laughs> Bring me on for hockey. I'll talk about the one <laughs> yeah. hey, I'll, I'll do a hockey-baseball <laughs> episode.
2: featuring <laughs> Kyle. Um, yeah, Paulie, obviously, not, uh, Paulie and I, you know, big Mets fans, big Rangers fans. Um, uh, Obviously, I don't like to tell people we're Jets fans, but... Yeah, we, yeah, we neither don't... Neither
3: don't. do I. Yeah, good. <laughs> all right, yeah, we're on the same page here. Um, yeah, no, yeah. we would absolutely love to have all three of you, Any three, any combination of the three of you on, it would be... Absolute pleasure. This was a blast. I had so much fun.
2: Awesome. Thanks. Thanks again, guys. You know, we really appreciate it. And, you know, for those that haven't followed yet, make sure you're following No One Asked For Pod on Twitter. I'm not going through the whole handle. Just just search No One Asked For Pod. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, <laughs> that's, what,
0: that's what an hour and 43 minutes does to you guys. It's just, it's just putting in the bare minimum at this point.
2: Yeah. Like, just go oh. make sure you're, fo- you're following us on Twitter on twitter and make sure you like and subscribe us on spotify apple wherever you listen to your podcast, or you know listen to us on Japan captivate right. but um yeah it was, it was a blast then you know yeah. we'll talk to you guys next week
0: yes thank you so much